Hello and welcome back to The Steph Gordon Show. I recently did a Q&A on my Instagram stories and I got asked how long after I started my first business was I able to quit my day job? And the response that I shared to that question on my stories flooded my DMs with more questions. And so I decided today to share my thoughts on how to know when it's time to quit your day job. So for me, I started my first business in January of 2017, and I was able to quit my day job just nine months later. There are so many factors that played into that decision and obviously a hell of a lot of fear, but I wanted to share exactly how I was able to do this. Aside from just obviously being brave AF, and also I really wanted to share some tips on how you can make this decision for yourself. I'm going to dive into a little bit of my story first and and how it happened for me, and then I'm going to give you the tips after. So my first business was a workshopping business. I realized that there was a gap in the market for workshops in Perth that were creative, but that weren't weird, artsy, and boring. I thought that women in particular, and you know, they always say that you teach what you heal. And I created this business because at the time I'd just gone through a really rough breakup and I was looking for something to fill my cup and there was so little on in my little hometown of Perth, WA, that I decided that we should have more creative workshops. We should have more stuff that we can do. And I was nearly single, mid to late 20s. I didn't want to go out anymore. I didn't want to hit the booze. I didn't want to get drunk every night. And the only thing that you had to do if you didn't want to do that was like these boring, artsy knitting classes, right? And so I was like, no, no, we need workshops that are fun, that have booze, that you can bring your girlfriends to, and you can convince your girlfriends that you're going to have a good time. So I started this workshopping business. And like most startups, it took me about two and a half months before I was able to sell my first ticket. Okay. So I, like everybody else, had no idea what I was doing, didn't know what marketing was, didn't know how to sell stuff, didn't understand messaging, didn't know how to make money, didn't know how to set up my website to sell tickets. I didn't know any of that stuff. I had to figure all of that stuff out myself too. So it took me two and a half months to even sell my first workshop ticket. And then it took me another three months just figuring out this worldwide web of marketing so that I could sell more tickets more often. And in this first kind of six months, I ran four events. I sold out two of those events to 12 people. And those 12 people are a lot of my friends, but we started to sell to some randoms, so I called them, or strangers. So these were general public people who found us. And then the other two workshops I ran, I made just enough money to cover costs. So I knew that this was working. I could see that if I just had a little bit more time to plan the workshops, to do the marketing, to figure out the systems, to find the artists that I was working with, because your girl is not creative, so I was not running the creative workshops. I knew that in my heart of hearts that if I could just find the time, I would be able to do it. And so my excuse was time. I knew that I really wanted to do this. I knew that there was enough demand in the business, but I had so many stories of failure running through my head. Uh, My dad went bankrupt when I was seven. We lost everything that we owned. And since then, he's always taught me to work my way up, have consistent income, you know, save money for a rainy day. And so the thought of quitting my day job felt absolutely impossible. It was just way too risky. I needed stability. And so while I knew that my business probably could make the money, losing the stability was terrifying. Obviously, as a mid-20s woman who was in now a new relationship with my now husband, we just moved in together. We had bills. I had a mortgage, I had car loans, I had car repayments. 
And my husband, who was just my partner, a boyfriend at the time, was a solo entrepreneur and he was making good money, but not great money by any means. Like I said, my dad had always taught me to have a rainy day fund. And my rainy day fund had about $10,000 in it. I'd spent the last six months in a startup, which meant that I was spending money quite quickly, as you guys would know, spending money really quickly to get this startup off the ground. I'd invested $5,000 in coaching. I was spending money left, right, and center getting these workshops set up. I was spending out-of-pocket expenses like all over the place. So I had $10,000 to my name at the time. $10,000 equated to 2.5 months of my salary. So The more that I worked on my business, though, the more that I hated my job. It got to the point where I just couldn't stand to go in there. I was getting more and more frustrated every single day. I just wanted to work on my business. And unfortunately, my workplace also knew that I had a business. They could see that a lot of my first clients in my workshops were people who I worked with. My work started cutting down on the amount of freedom that I had. So I was no longer allowed to use my phone at work. I had to put it away in a drawer because they knew that I was using their time to work on my stuff. They moved me next to my boss so that he could see my screen at all times. And so it got really, really hard to work on the business at work. I was getting so frustrated and that micromanagement was making me even more frustrated. So At this point, I'm frustrated. I'm angry at my job. My business is working. I knew that if I could just have more time, the only thing holding me back at this point were finances, fear, and my belief systems around money. So I made a plan because I was frustrated and I needed to get the hell out of there. I made a decision. If I could just save three months of my salary, then I would be able to quit. And I only had two and a half thousand dollars to go. I had ten thousand dollars, I had two and a half thousand dollars to save, and that would give me three months of my salary. So for the next few months I saved everything that I could. And my plan was this three months of savings is equivalent to obviously 12 weeks. Once I went full time in my business, my plan was to spend the first six weeks going hard at my business, giving it everything I've got. Because I was using the excuse of time. And so if time was my problem and I gave myself six weeks of full-time hours, then my logic was, well, you should be able to make back a month's worth of income in six weeks to be able to make up for your salary, right? So I gave myself six weeks to prove that I could do it and make the money back that I did in my day job in six weeks. And that if I didn't make the money back that my salary paid me within that six weeks, I would spend two weeks applying for jobs and then I would spend four weeks interviewing for jobs so that I could make sure I had my stable income back. I, like most people, just did not have the flexibility of not having income, okay? Like I said before, we had bills. Tim was an entrepreneur. We just didn't have the stable income. So for me, it was six weeks to go as hard as I could, two weeks to start applying for jobs, four weeks to interview for jobs so that I could make sure that by the end of that 12 weeks of using all of my savings up to go into my business, I had money coming back in the door. That was my plan. And in six weeks, I did make back my salary, which was incredible, but I still have to get a part-time job to time you over. And the reason I have to get a part-time job is because I didn't know, and it's something that I'm going to teach you today, I didn't realize or put two and two together that yes, I while I made like $6,000 in that six weeks and I was making $4,000 a month in my day job, that $6,000 was pretty much going all in and all back out on the workshops because I didn't really understand profit margins back then. And so even though I made the money, the money actually wasn't there for me to use for myself. And so I did have to get a little part-time job to time me over. I got a part-time job for a company that ran a few dental practices and I was a personal assistant and that lasted for four weeks before I was like, fuck this shit. And I quit. And that was the last time that I was employed. And I want to go through four main factors that you need to consider 
when you're thinking about quitting your day job and going full-time in your business? So number one, you have to understand your financial situation, okay? I know that if you're in a day job right now, you're frustrated. I know that you just want to quit. I know that you want to get out. I know that you feel like it's stifling you and you just want to jump ship. I talk to women about this every single day. There are women in my mastermind every single day that Steph, can I just quit my day job yet? And I'm like, girlfriend, one, I cannot answer that for you. But two, you have to make a logical, not just emotional decision. Okay. And so the first thing to look at is your financial situation. Can you actually afford to quit your day job without putting yourself into financial difficulty? And the reason I say this is because I see this in my purpose and my profit mastermind all of the time. When you get desperate for money, when you need to sell, it is so much harder to sell. When you are financially relying on getting that sale across the line, it is nearly impossible to get that sale across the line. We tend to oversell, overcommit, come across pushy, come across desperate, push them away with that energy. And when you're relying on that income, you can't afford to fuck it up, right? So can you afford to quit your day job without putting yourself in financial difficulty and therefore putting your business under the pressure of needing to make money? Do you have a financial cushion to fall back on if things don't work out? Do you have a safety net? Do you have a rainy day fund? Or maybe there's somebody that can support you. Maybe your husband earns enough money, but then you need to have that conversation with your significant other to make sure that they're going to be okay to support you for 12, 18 weeks. Your financial situation is different to mine. I highly recommend having some sort of buffer so that you don't have to feel reliant and desperate in your business to make the money. Number two, the second thing that I had, guys, was a plan. So how are you planning your time to hit the outcomes that you need to hit after you've quit your day job? I see this all the time. People quit their day job and then they're like, shit, now I need to make money in my business because now it's go time. I think we spend so much time focusing on actually quitting our job because we're so excited to just hand in our resignation and smoke bomb out of there, right? We're so pumped for that. So we're so focused on the quitting and that big, scary conversation of quitting that we don't often plan for what happens after we quit. So what is your plan? When I quit my day job, I knew I finished my work on a Friday and on the Monday, I already had an entire week's worth of tasks planned. I knew exactly what I was going to be doing that week to make money. I had to prioritize money-making activities. I didn't have time to sit around and go to the beach. I didn't have time for a long lunch. I didn't have time for any of that shit because I needed to prove to myself that I could make money. And so how are you planning your time after you quit your day job? What specific actions do you need to take? And then, like I said, I also had the plan of six weeks, two weeks, four weeks. So I gave myself 12 weeks. What is your plan? How long are you giving yourself to make the money back before you have to go and get another job? Number three is business demand. Do you have proof that there is demand in your business? I knew that I could sell tickets. I knew that I had understood and nailed marketing enough over the last eight months of marketing that... I figured out what was working and what wasn't, and I had a plan to be able to reuse those marketing tactics to make me money. People were reaching out to me often, asking me, when's the next workshop? People were asking when they could buy gift vouchers. People were reaching out and asking about when our next workshop dates were released. And so I knew that there was demand. If you do not have the demand, if no one is reaching out, if no one is asking you, if you have not nailed your marketing, if you do not know how to get clients, if you do not know how to get leads, you might not make back your salary within the first four weeks or six weeks. It might take you a little bit longer, 
I highly recommend quitting when there is business demand, when you can see that there is demand, when you can see that growth is going to be possible. And then last but not least, number four, I spoke about the fact that when I quit my job, I didn't prioritize profit. Okay. You need to have profit in your business. Otherwise, yeah, it's very easy to get to $4,000 months. It's actually very easy in business to get to $4,000, $5,000, $6,000, even $10,000 months. It's quite easy to get there, but that's all well and good. Except if it's all in, all out, there's going to be nothing to pay you and you're going to find yourself in financial difficulty very, very quickly. A lot of business owners I see will quit their day jobs because their business makes $4,000 per month. But after expenses, how much money does your business leave you with? You've got to make sure that your business is generating consistent revenue that can sustain not only the costs of your business and running your business and the outgoings of your business, but also your living expenses. This means that it needs to be profitable. So you've got to make sure you've got the right pricing structure before you take the leap. You should be making profit before you take the leap. So if you're sitting in your day job right now, and you've got a business on the side. I'm very excited for you. It is 100% possible for you to quit your day job. Thousands of us have done this before you. It is a really exciting time for you, but I would be looking at these four things. One, your financial situation. Do you have enough money before you quit? Two, a plan. What is your plan after quitting to be able to make back the income? Or what's your plan if you don't? Okay. Number three is, does your business have the demand it needs to be able to consistently grow? And then number four is, do you have profit margin? If you love this episode, I would love it if you would tag me on your stories, tell me what you loved about it, and let me know in my DMs because it is such an honor to be able to present these to you guys. And I would love to get your feedback so that I can keep tailoring these podcasts to make sure that you get as much out of them as you need. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next week. babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz.